are now tuned in to another episode of For Your Records, the conversation for music lovers. Hosted by me, Key from Clee. Because you're a busy guy. Yeah. You're a busy guy. Gotta make sure you're putting yourself first. That's important too. Especially having to be on social media. Whoo! So it's like. What, well, I, I what is this? Because what? Hold on. What is this? Let's back this up. Because mm-hmm. being on social media, I don't think people realize a lot that go into that. Mm-hmm. Like, how how do you prioritize this? Uh, I follow and block. That's all. Follow and block. I follow and block. Anything I don't want to see, like I, I know. Like, make sure y'all use that block. Get canceled for that. <laughs> Whatever. 
That's not but the anyway, a lot, of, some, a lot of people tell me they be like, you you have a, a pure personality. That's that's, like, that's important to have. Yeah. They say like oh, you don't really care about like, a, have a, you don't care to have a public mind. Mm. That's important though. Yeah. That's important though. I yeah, feel like yeah, that's yeah. important, especially it's in really your yeah. yeah, in what you're doing. That's very important. Very important. So <laughs> we dancing around it. So tell the people what you be doing. Uh, I'm a producer and a songwriter out of Cleveland, Ohio. I'm only 19 years old. Period. <laughs> Say that shit again. <laughs> I'm only 19 years old. I'm only 19. I got my first Billboard plaque when I was 18. And they have never heard that. I feel like. Because when I was 17, I found out about the song. So, really? Yeah. What song was that? Uh, it was when I had the Devils in the Nellis with uh -huh. So I had, when I was 17, I found out, found out about the song. I found out the song was finished and that was about to get released. But it wasn't going to release until after I turned. Mm. So you already knew that the song was ready and everything, yeah. and and then boom, just like that. So, I, so what I tell people, I be like, should I say I had a plaque when I was seventeen? Technically, <laughs> technically, technically, it was a it prequel. It was pre yeah. prequel, dog. It was number one independent album. On mm. And then I think it like thirty six or number eight when it first came out. Insane. Like, across the world. Insane. So how did how did this happen? How, how did this happen? Uh, tell, tell the people how it happened. All right, so I'm gonna tell y'all guys this: If you want to be in the music industry, <laughs> 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. that's the time. Really? 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. is when you get them calls or them text messages that you know that's important for business. Mm -hmm. So uh, at the time I was I was up at like 4 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had just one producer up, uh, shout out to Sosa 808. Mm -hmm. So okay, shout out to Sosa 808 for real. Clean that on uh, the mat. Uh, I reacted to the story with Fire Emojis. Yeah. Reacting to the story, whatever he asked me if I had anything for Dolphin Black or anything. So, mm -hmm. And me, my producer said at the time, I was I was focused more on experimental mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. being able to experiment with different And that's important too. Create a different sound. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had something in the stash that kind of like flipped that I already had flipped, so it got like flipped mm -hmm. twice. Okay. And yeah, you know, he did his thing until he put the drums on it, and the rest was history. So, uh, at first, I thought I was supposed Jeez. to be on uh, Rich Slave Deluxe. Okay. When Dolph had dropped that, that was, uh, let's see. So that was, that was uh, the start of January. For that year, yeah, okay. And then, come around February, I actually found out I was on Dark Number 2 on my birthday. Or actually, no, not that. I, no, I'm going to say, on your birthday? I actually found out the song was completed and recorded on my birthday. Okay. Yeah. I didn't actually find out. I didn't know I was on the album until two hours before it dropped. Really? Yeah, I, I yeah. That was crazy. So crazy. you're like, you knew it was recorded, but you ain't know, like. Yeah, I know what was going on. You ain't know what was going to be a single. You ain't know what was going to be on the album. Because mm -hmm. I take, you know, deep, like, looks into the artists and how they yes. work it and how they do schemes and stuff like that. So I had looked at Key Glock page and I was like, okay, zero post. Only followed up. And you know, sometimes artists like to follow each other. You know, get it kind of like yes. going, going on, you know, hype people up. Yeah. You know, oh, this person doesn't follow this person, so we know what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, Dolph was following up at the time, and they had zero posts, and they had red posts, and they was asking. So I was mm. like, I was like, that was never too proper. That's all I could think of. Right. At the time. So it came down to, I say, yeah, so March 26th is when the album dropped. Right. So the 25th, two hours before the 25th, the producer had me up. Me at the time, I was just manifest. I was just manifesting. Right, like I hope I so. Like, I was on say, cause say Cheese TV had a post that was like, uh, okay, dropped the night. It was saying uh, WW2 was one of the most um, 
But a producer has saw the comment and was like, what track you produce? So uh, I just told him to DM me. So yeah, DM me. Uh, he, he was like, what track you produce? I was like, I actually honestly don't know. He was like, uh, I sent the beat out uh, to them. And that's crazy. People ask you, and you like, yeah. I honestly don't care to tell you. They didn't tell me to track nothing. They just said they recorded it, and yeah. that was it. So he was, like, he was like, he was like, uh, send me the beat. So I sent him the beat, sent him the beat. He was like, oh, they banned it, that, bro. Like what? Yeah. I swear. Yeah, so, and you just getting this from a whole other producer. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so I checked the email. And it was like Ducks and Dunks. It was like blah blah blah. So I listened to it. Like, my tag is on there. Right. My tag is actually my voice. So. Wow. So you just heard your yeah. voice on the track. Yeah, that's that's great. I don't even like my tag. That's crazy. Why, right. <laughs> you like I don't like my tag, but shit, I like it on that track. Yeah. That's crazy. And you didn't even know it just happened. Just like. Well, shit, my shit about to drop. Yeah. And that's crazy. What's crazy is if that producer would have never even came in your DM, mm-hmm. you would have just woke up and found out like everybody else. Yeah. And just would have scrolled down like, hold on. Yeah. Wait like, a minute. What? That's familiar. <laughs> I made this. Yeah. That's crazy. So if I would have never said anything on Say Cheese, I most likely would have waited till 12 o'clock a.m. Uh, or I probably would have went to sleep. Right. And, and woke, woke up yeah, woke and listened to it. Yeah. Because at the time, um, at the time, uh, a couple other people they didn't see my post or anything. When mm. my post. So mm-hmm. when they was listening to it, they were listening to it. They were like, hey, they were like, I called my phone, like, this you? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah, raw. Yeah, and that's so, people, that's people recognizing yeah. what you do. That's raw. So what's next? What's next? Uh, I done did a lot of things. I just right. did. Uh, after that, actually before that, I had dropped my own album. Mm-hmm. So I did an album where it's more like just like out DJ Khaled, Metro. Oh, yeah. They, uh, okay. Some producer um, shit. And artists, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I had did that uh, before Dump Number Two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, it was more of a, a Cleveland based album. Mm, okay. Cool, so it, was, it had to be strictly Cleveland. Right. Strictly Cleveland artists. Uh, it was only like one producer on here that's not from Cleveland. Uh, his okay. Name is Hayes. He, uh, he produces for people like Rodway, Young Boy, okay. OG, stuff like that. So um, that was the only uh, producer I know. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty successful album. Um, it had, I say, I, I guess about forty thousand streams across the whole, like, all platforms. Right. Like, I was gonna say that's pretty then good. Then it got so taken just down. Just for producing. <laughs> it got taken down. Apple Music. Apple like, Music took it down. Yeah, I'm like, did I not clear a What's going on? And then I, I, I realized, I used to go by Mondo Productions before uh, I went by Mondo. So Distro Kid has this metadata. Oh, like that. Uh, I so take that, you know. Okay, out. so, so I have to do what I have to do. Yeah, so kind of took so that little So kind L. of where yeah. the L, the L happens real, real is that on Spotify the, the album is whole complete, whole complete six, right. sixteen songs. So I have music is actually just fifteen because I couldn't put it, uh, the uh, extra song that I had on there, mm-hmm. which is uh, called Addicted by uh, Addy and Wilson. So, mm. but anywhere it goes, it's actually still a, a, a pretty successful album. Like for me to be in the band, then I didn't right, have to, yeah, I didn't have to like. Wow. Like so, okay. But the next album that I actually do is actually my 
right, right. I've been learning so much, so I've been on like on more of a quiet scene. Uh, a lot of people have asked me like, where I've been, but like, but I, it, I feel like I always me, say, yeah, you have I always to learn. say, when you go quiet, uh -huh. you can only expect something big from yeah. that person. Exactly. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what any big that's artist. That's what makes me like anxious about. Like, that's what made like, me anxious. Like, yeah, that's what any big artist. Yeah. We wait on Beyonce all the time. Bitch, be quiet all year. And then she just drop. We just waited on Kendrick. We just waited on Kendrick. Kendrick, my favorite artist of all time. I'm so happy you said that. People come on here like, nah, you tripping, Key. No, Kendrick is my favorite rapper. I never, I, I never really thought that it was gonna be somebody to take Michael that's hard for me to think of like an all-time artist for me mm -hmm. just because I love music so much. Yeah. But I guess for somebody that like I grew up listening to and just like I, I admire the artistry that you put into what you do, I can honestly say Kendrick is my favorite rapper yeah. that I grew up with in my person. And all and I don't listen to so much. Like, I, I, I was like, you're a producer, so I can, yeah, over, I can only yeah. imagine but how I, overwhelming I mean, a lot of producers, and it's not even sound copyright. They, a lot of podcasters they, don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and I know that they do. So. A lot of podcasters don't listen to podcasts. So it's like, uh, I notice a lot of producers that hit me up that are more on the, the trap uh, way. They, mm. Anytime they send me something, it's something that sounds something similar to Lil Durk or something sounds similar to Doughboy. Can we talk about influence for a minute? Influence? Yeah. Influence. Like, do you feel like people be a little too influenced by what they listen to and it's not original? Um... Like, can you honestly are you, say, are you saying influence as influence on people or influence the on influence, the influence when you create? Uh -huh. So when you create a beat, do you say like, oh well, shit, I've been listening to a lot of Kendrick lately. Uh -huh. I don't want these beats to sound too much like this Kendrick shit I've been listening to, oh, or no, that type of thing. You know what I mean? I, like I, I feel like beats, rappers do that yeah, a lot. When I do beats, I want it's something that's just off of what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So a lot of producers try to go off. Uh, what's hot? What's hot? And for me personally, I don't necessarily do this for money, so it's like you know, I want to do this for fun. And how my right. It's so when people like yeah. when producers ask me all the time, they be like, like uh, you need anything like like Key Glock, Young Dog, and I I love Glock, like me and mm -hmm. me and cool. So it's like uh, and I love his music, but that's not what I like doing. Like it's all yeah. trap and uh, beats and stuff. It can get like, fun to do it. It's, it's yeah, like that's fun. not like, what I want to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be like, can you send me some ice? Soul or R&B or soul. Or mm. Yeah, like I'll be asking. So, like, so who who's an R&B artist that you want my producer for? Uh, alright, I'll take my favorite R&B artist. Who? Jill Scott. Jill Scott, my favorite. Mmm. Jilly from Philly. I grew up on that for my mom. Like, for sure. Yeah, me too. Me too. She played Jill Scott. Me too. My mother played yeah. a, a whole bunch of Jill Scott, so I so, agree. I can yeah, I can uh, attest to that too. Jill Scott. I, well, okay, it's actually two. It's Jill Scott Rihanna. So. As far as current, I would say, I'd yeah. say my current favorite ones are Summer Walker and Sister. I feel like mm. they, 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 I can they, definitely they. see you producing the beat for Sister. For Sister? Yes. I, I do. I actually, my first R&B beat was based off Sister. So, I, like, I was like, I can definitely see you but producing But it, it kind of sounded to turn out like something that Jacquees would use. But, like, that's, that's, that can so, get a little yeah. sketchy. That can get a little so, sketchy. Because okay. Jacquees is, um, I don't know. I feel like Jacquees can get a little 
cheesy, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just sound like a little too, like, okay, you could have kept that. <laughs> like, I like the lyrics, but that uh, beat wasn't that. Yeah. You know? I feel like beats are so important. Like, people don't realize, like, in production is alone, you know what yeah. I mean? So the fact that you really came in here like, I don't even do this shit for the money, like I do this shit for fun. Like yeah, you really yeah, just want I to construct something. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's dope to me. Because it's it's really fun to hear something that you actually like instead of That too. Like, that's exciting. Really I can say that's definitely exciting too. Or actually just love, like like I really like whoa, well, like yeah, I created this. Yeah. Like, like, part of this. Uh, like I said, there'd be so many producers that uh that hit me up and I'd be like, uh, you saying something like Something like Jasmine Sullivan type. Mm. They'd be like, who? They'd be like, who? And, but most of these people, they're from overseas. Oh. So, yeah, so a lot of producers be overseas. They they just be trying to get their network up and work with well. So I, I respect it. And that's true. Only, only the people they really know is more of the trap artist side. Because so, they're the ones that's hot and the ones that's, yeah. you know, everybody want to everybody wanna sound like with the bag, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, quick, it's a quick place, but like, you feel me? Uh, it ain't too hard to get. I, I mean, I ain't get one yet. From, 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 <laughs> so I ain't get one yet, but, but I, mean, I feel it though. I, it's, it's pretty easy to get, uh, pretty easy to come in contact with. So, I, you know, but I'll be trying to aim for the, the weekend. So, mm. You know, as, as hard as it is to try to get probably in contact with those type of people, it's like, if you want it, you yeah, I was like, if you want it, you got your foot in the door. Right, you got your foot in the door. Right, so you like, got your foot in the door. Weekend, you know what I'm saying? On accident. Yeah, it so it's like sometimes it happens. That, you know, that might be on the rise. That's true. That you feel like you really love the sound that you can create something with. So That's it's really just how it depends on how you love music. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people love it as much as me. That's how I be too. Like people, you know, do you enjoy music, but do you like vibe with it? Is, yeah. it, is it really your life? Like, I don't think people realize when I say I truly love music. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Truly. When I say, oh, yeah, I love music. But people don't realize, like, how deep it goes. Like, I have different playlists for different moods. I have different artists that I listen to when I'm in the morning. I can't listen to this artist at night. Like, I'm, I'm definitely that type of person. Like, I'm, I'm very deep with it. I can't, I don't listen to certain artists in the car. I just can't. It's just, it don't hit the same for me. It's certain artists that I listen to in the AirPods, but I never listen to them on my beats. It's just, I'm really that type of person. You know what I'm saying? Uh, once you look, I know you're going to look around music, but uh, <laughs> you look it up, you look it up, like, it's like 70 different playlists. I got a playlist called City Lights. Okay. Yeah, yeah but it's like a, uh, what's the, what's the, I can't even say it, apostrophe, uh, or something like that, but it's like City Lights, Twilight Zone. So got you. Yeah, something, parentheses? Yeah, parentheses. I'm dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He said I'm it, It's been a minute since I graduated, <laughs> I graduated last year in 2021, so I was like, uh, I'm dead. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> parentheses. So, I feel you. That, uh, I had a playlist called uh, Love Letters from the Bar, which mm. is actually an album I'm actually working on. Okay. It's not going to be slack to the period, but mm. yeah, I have so many projects I've been working on, like, uh, See anything with, with great always in it. Hold on. Yeah. What's this? Mm-hmm. So, so I feel you though. I feel uh, you. I got an album in the future uh, called uh, Anyways and Butterflies. Okay. Yeah, and then 
nigga was solid. He did what he needed to do. Cause T, I don't, I don't, I don't think that nigga ever real. He don't. I don't know how don't. old he is, but he. I don't care how old that man is. I already knew the album was going to be hard when I saw that Diet Coke video. I said, oh, he coming. I like it. I likes it. I said, this Diet Coke video already didn't did it. Now, I, that was my song I played all year. Like, everybody that got in my car, they was like, damn, you still listening to this song? Yes. It was a, it's the song I, uh, I didn't necessarily um, I didn't necessarily discover it when it came out. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, John's Dillard Anonymous. Yes. When I first heard that. Insane. I, I was hooked on it. Insane. <laughs> I remember, I, remember I, I kept playing that song too. It's always that one push a song that just, it's going to do it for oh, me. Bro, it's going to do it for me. But that song, that song, Open Air on the album, like it gave me right in the gym. It gave me right in the morning. Like that's, I love it. Push did what he needed to do on the album. That's, that was that shit. That was that shit. I like that. For sure. So, you had some time to marinate on this Kanye album. You had some time to marinate on this Kendrick album. Y'all didn't have some time to marinate on all of this shit. Everybody come in my DMs. Oh, I know you fucking with this Kendrick. Y'all know I'm fucking with this Kendrick. Hold the fuck on. Because y'all sat on my fucking couch for months and tried to count this man out. Oh, he retired. He's not coming back. I said, nah, because when you're a true artist, it's going to take you some time. You ain't putting no shit out just like that. True artists understand the vision. So I say that to say this shit is a masterpiece. This shit's a masterpiece. This shit is amazing. And not only that, but it shows his growth as an artist. Because if you listen to Good Kid, Mad City, he's quite, he, you know, he get into the Christian life and all of this. This man is not with it no more. He didn't open his eyes. He like, I'm doing spiritual shit. I'm doing this. I got to be a good dad. I got to be a good husband. I got to heal my traumas. Yeah. Father time fucked me up when I heard it. I was like. Like, it, it's, the, it's the most personal album. Most personable it. album. Yeah, Good Kid, Mad City was probably his last personable yeah. album like that because mm -hmm. it was a lot of storytelling. Yeah, it was like, I just, you, it depends on but how, like, what you, yeah. Yeah. This is, though, this is, whoa. Like, yeah. he was honest. It got deep. It got real yeah. deep. The whole second half, I was like, yo, he, he, he ripped the band-aid off. Like, he did what needed to be done. Purple Hearts is the most amazing song I've ever heard in my life. I will never skip that song. You know how you got a song that you just never gonna skip on the album? Mm -hmm. I will never in my life skip Purple Hearts. They did their thing. Yeah. They did their motherfucking that was thing. Per I, that was the perfect That was perfect. That was the perfect song. collective as well. It's the perfect song to me only because it's real. It's so real just what he's saying. Like, like y'all love this toxic shit. Y'all love this shit. Shut the fuck up. When real shit step in the room, y'all gotta recognize that shit. And then like... Summer, Summer gonna do what she need to do all the time. Summer is a gem. We know this already. But the how whole... Much, I, I can't remember. How much did Summer sell on Still Over? Low, but she was so mad about that Billboard Award, wasn't she? What was it? The Billboard Awards? When Doja Cat won it, she was pissed. Oh, she was pissed. But you know what? What, what was it? It was, it was like the R&B. Right. But Doja Cat album was not an R&B album. Yeah. Doja Cat can wrap her ass off. She can wrap her ass off. I like Doja Cat. I love Doja Cat. I'm not gonna lie. She's growing on me. I love her. I thought I couldn't get with it for a minute. Like I was just like, what the fuck? This bitch doing too much. Like you know, how people feel like you try too hard to be weird. Yeah. That's how. That's what I got from Doja Cat for a long time. But that's really her. But that's really her. Yeah. Like the more I started like watching her on social media, I'm like, oh no, she really is like this. Like, let me let me stop. Like, let me not judge her. The only person but, I never really got that vibe from, like, you try some hard, was Tyler. I knew that nigga Tyler was actually like, you're, you're 
You're a weirdo, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, and I'm okay with that. Tyler's that. You. Tyler's yeah. that guy. Tyler's that guy for sure. I'm but make sure y'all listen to this Kendrick album, cause y'all saying some retarded shit on social media. I can't get behind. I will follow you behind that shit. I do not care. I do not care. Got a top care. five favorite of the album. My favorite song. Hold on, let me pull it back in. I don't want to leave none now. I don't want to leave none now. Your favorite song might be my favorite song. Really? So you feel like if you play it out, it ain't even. 
I, I, I call it the book that black people would actually read. So I feel I feel like that because they say black people don't read, but that 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 is a whole book. album sound like a, a book. That because it's so even the story in between. I remember you was conflicted. Yeah. Like everything was just <laughs> messing. Like everything meshed together perfectly on the album. Like I just always just think about like how just like his lineup remember just how he came up with the singles too mm -hmm. like i remember I was, I was telling somebody i was like you don't remember the song i mm -hmm. and they was like no nah. and i was like y'all y'all remember the song i love myself I, I i think i was listening to i a little bit more because remember when lebron came back yes and they had a whole that, festival yes that's when i saw kendrick for free and yeah. i think that's when i started looking at him in a different light i always loved him but when i saw him perform and i saw how he was able to use these songs that are concerning as these dance songs and how really he, you gonna hear these lyrics though. And I appreciate that so much about him. And even when I went on the damn tour, nuts. He came to Cleveland? No, hell no. I went to Detroit. Detroit? Oh, so he ain't come nowhere near Ohio? Because he coming to Columbus. I think he came to Columbus on the damn tour, but it was like during the week. So I didn't go. Yeah, he coming. He coming to, I, I'm trying to go to Detroit again because he coming from. But it's so crazy because I'm supposed to be going to Chicago, coming back from Chicago that morning, mm -hmm. and then my dumbass is like, "Well, shit, I'll drive to Detroit Sunday morning and go see." Me and my best friend is on a uh, on a uh, concert tour. Me too. Weekend. Me too. I'm very upset. Sid canceled her concert in Cleveland. Uh, Sid. Yes, yeah. she's supposed to be coming here June 6th. Yeah. Um. So. I think what I'm gonna do is, um, I think I'm gonna go see her in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I just do a little road trip and call it that because I don't miss a like Sid. I love Sid. It's like five hours. Wow. It's like five hours. I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, I'm about to see Earth Gang at the end of the month. So excited for that. I yeah, love Earth yeah. Gang. Okay. Love Earth Gang. Uh, let's see. I got Kendrick in my lineup. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm going to Atlanta though. Okay. But yes, I'm excited. Thundercat. Woo! That's gonna be nice. Where you see him at? Uh, he's coming. I think he's. He coming to Cleveland? How did I miss that? Yeah. I gotta get them. I don't care. At the house blues. Yeah, blast. I'm going to see blast too. That's gonna be a good one. Uh -huh. As of right now, I'm going to see blast on myself because I'm getting everybody hip to blast. Yeah. So we'll my, see how uh, that goes. My uh, teachers, my te my old teachers, and I came up to the high school. You know so. what? That's so crazy because I'm about to surprise my mother and get Scarface tickets. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> Scarface is going to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is like his last. Yeah, this is like his last little tour or whatever. And I just remember that was being like the first. I remember my mother dragged me into this. When I lived on the west side, it was this, this like record store where they sold CDs and shit. Mm -hmm. And my mother used to go there every Saturday because, you know, the albums drop every Friday. She used to go there every Saturday and get her new album. So I remember this one time. She got, she dragged me in the damn store, and I'll never forget, my mother got the Twisted Kamikaze album, the Scarface, the Greatest Hits album, and I want to say Avant, Read Your Mind. Those three albums she played that whole year. The whole year. And every time I hear it, just take me back to that spot, like where I was, and when I instantly saw that Scarface, I was like, I gotta take my mom to see Scarface, man, because I'll never forget. Man, what? He, he he was that nigga. He was that I nigga. love Yvonne, though. I, That's why I said I I would love to see Yvonne in concert. Yeah, just like, she, but he gained a lot of weight. Yeah. He's done with this. Yeah. I mean, From what I understand, I think he's yeah. sick. So I don't know. Yeah. 
But if I was that dude, Private Room was a great album. I don't think we discussed that enough. <laughs> the song, even the song reading. The, right. Yes. Like, when, uh, when that's Craig a first, beat. Yeah, when Craig that's a beat. Came out, when Craig first came out, DJ Mark B sampled that. That's what sandwich was. So oh. I was like, I know this from somewhere. I know this from somewhere. That's crazy. That's that's a, that's a good beat. That's actually a really good beat. I fuck with that. I love that song. So what else you been listening to? Like, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't want to pronounce her name. Uh, yeah. These artists. Can y'all have pronounceable names? Uh, actually, I don't think it's a, a actually a hard uh, person to pronounce, but Raven Lynette. She just dropped. Yes. It. I, yes. I love her. I love her. She, she she's is, on my radar. She's on my radar. Like on you. on what's gonna happen to her? Yeah, That's I, how I feel about Flo yeah. Millie. I'm I'm watching you, girl. I ain't <laughs> but she's on my radar. Who I want to like produce for her and uh, it's this pop artist. Um, Come on, pop! I love that. Yeah, that's actually a hard album. I had to go back and make sure I was listening to that, make sure because I've been listening to so much shit. Mm -hmm. That song, it's a song that she, uh, Ecstasy. I love okay. hard. You know who Pink Panther is? Pink Panther? Pink Panther? Or Pink Panther is a Pink Panther. Or just, you know, it might just be Pink Panther. But she's a pop artist. Wait, I, f I feel like, do she have a song like K-Tondra or something? You know, okay, trying to make a song yeah, with anybody. Yeah, she, I think she do. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna say, if I if she got a song with Tandra, I think I remember. Uh, she has a song with Willow. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah it's coming together. It's coming together. It's coming together. It's coming together. She's pretty good. I, I know her engineer. So. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. Maybe people, I, I'd be like, all right, who definitely on my radar? Um, That's dope. There's a lot of Cleveland artists that I listen to. Yes. Yes, yes, I love her. Actually, we just finished. We just finished our song. Really? Yeah. That's exciting. I've been talking too much about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking too much about these albums now. <laughs> no, see, is that girl though? I like her. She makes really good music. Um, my best friend, she actually wants to become an artist, and the thing is, her writing game is so strong. Like her pen is actually. Oh, that's how I feel about um. What's that girl that made hours and hours money long? Her pen is crazy. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even matter if she make music to me. Because her pen is crazy. Like, she makes a lot of music that we didn't even know of. Yeah. I didn't know uh, she made... Okay, so she got this. So this is the thing. My uh, friend told me. She was basically saying, like, how songwriters, they, they, sometimes they're so good, they kind of make... They, they'll, they'll flow off into being an artist, right? So, mm. like, how many long is... But, and they'll kind of, like, make the same songs that they kind of made for other people. Else. So, uh, this one song that Money Long made was called Black Girl Magic. Okay. Uh, kind of sounds like the same song that she wrote for Ariana Grande. It was called Magic. So, I was like, uh, I kind of see, yeah. So. I get that. Yeah. Her and Victoria Monet write all Ariana Grande music. <laughs> yes. Victoria is nice. Victoria Monet has a crazy pen. To the point where I get mad because she her music is actually really good, mm -hmm. but I feel like they look at her pen so well, mm -hmm. and her relationship with Kalani, but she writes a lot of good music to the point where I feel like people don't pay attention to the music that she make. 
And I hate that for her. I hate that for her. Well, she, I listen to her a lot. So I do too. Yeah. I, I love, I love her. I would, I would pay to see her. <laughs> like I love her. Like uh, I actually just saw Lucky Day when he came here. <laughs> now, I, I recorded my 100th episode that day and it was so funny because I was trying to get like the resale tickets and then they had went up and I was like fuck that ain't even worth it and my 100th episode that day too I was literally about to record my 100th episode and just rush down there yeah. didn't even work out in my favor I was so pissed he he he's an R&B rock star I, don't, I haven't seen that in a minute okay so I was recently attacked this is you're the perfect person to have this argument with so I was recently attacked on Twitter because of influence that's the name of this episode influence some influences around this bitch. <laughs> they, okay, so I was, okay, let's back this up. They was, it was that clip going around when they was talking about ASAP Rocky was on drink tabs and they were saying that Travis Scott basically took his whole little style and flow or whatever, which I don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. I feel like Travis Scott, I would feel like Travis Scott is kind of like a mix of Kid Cudi in a way. With, no, I, I actually, they used to get the mix up a lot because they just look alike. They look alike. Yeah. Right, but they don't, his they don't sound is not that yeah. it. The sound is Kid Cudi. The look is ASAP Rocky. Mm -hmm. That I agree with. But I said, well, if we're gonna talk about music influence, I said, do y'all? I was like, y'all don't think Lucky Day is influenced, not stolen? Cause y'all trying to put words in my mouth. Influenced by Frank Ocean. Mm -hmm. Now that you say it, I can hear. It. Now that you say it, I can hear. It. And I say that because. Cause I can hear, I can hear Frank Ocean making over. <laughs> I can hear I can hear Frank Ocean on that Cherry Forest song. Mm -hmm. I can it, hear Frank Ocean. I can hear Frank it, Ocean on songs that Lucky Day sings on. Mm -hmm. I can hear it. Now, granted, this is why I said this. At first, I was like, "What the fuck?" Cause somebody brought it up to me, and I was like, "Nah, you tripping." But one day I was really listening to Lucky Day album because you can really play that shit straight through. No skips. Oh my god, the shit's flames. Oh my god, that nigga is an artist. But the thing is, I was listening to the thing. Somebody got my card. It was like, dang, Frank dropped? And I said, no. <laughs> I was like, if Frank dropped, the, the world will stop. Like, yeah. what you talking about? Like, Frank got crazy fans. Like, he ain't about to just stop. And he was like, no, this song just sounds like something Frank would make. Like, it sounds like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he don't sound like him, but it just sounds like a song he would make. And I was like, whatever, you tripping. I enjoy my music. But one day... I make these these playlists for like, you know, relaxed moves, things like that. But I have this playlist that I make for like me getting ready. Like, just make me feel like a pretty girl. Like, let me put my makeup on. I'm going to be a bad bitch today. And it's a lot of Frank Ocean on there, a lot of Lucky Day on there, and a lot of What's Face. And I, I kid you not, I kid you not, Frank Ocean, um, what's that song from Walter Nostalgic? Uh... I forgot, but I was, I was about to say I was about to say something stupid. Ah! I'm like Nova Cain. Man, I know Cain, but it was it's a song on there. I can't remember. It's like I can't I'm making love underneath the cherry leaves. Nature feels okay. Nature yeah. feels, and that song came on. And then I kid you not that Lucky Day song Cherry Forest came on right after that, and it really sounded like they could have been on the same album, the same. Thing they sound very similar. I definitely see that though. You know what I'm so saying? It's not a bad thing. I just feel like sometimes when you have these artists and that you really, really love and enjoy, it's okay to sound like them. You just influenced by that artist that you like, that artist that you think that you, 
You know what I'm saying? You may listen to them a lot, or maybe you just admire them. And then sometimes it just go up in your music, and it sounds good. It's not bad. Yeah. I feel like R&B artists can get away with shit like that. Rappers cannot. I mean, it's so many artists. Like, somebody don't sound like something. So it's like, yeah. Rappers can't do that, though. They're like, oh, no, you taking my style. You rapping like me. It's a whole situation. Yeah. Females do it all the time. But in the notion of really like an R&B singer sounding like another R&B singer, I don't, I don't think that's a jab. I really got attacked on Twitter for that. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Y'all look like 17. Do y'all even know Ultra Nostalgic Frank Ocean? The fuck? <laughs> I'm not talking about blonde. Damn, I was real pissed. I was like, I'm not even about to fight for y'all. I'm a podcaster, ho. Listen to my opinions. I was really mad. Like, I was really mad. But, yeah, I was just really taken back. But, yeah, I was very upset I didn't see Lucky Day. He, I, I, I seen him. He looked like he was putting on the show. He looked like he is in one hell of a performer. That was, that was kind of like the first time I really outside, outside since the All-Star Really? Because yeah. All-Star Weekend, we was outside. Because uh, <laughs> I went to Atlanta uh, in March. So, okay. Yeah, and that trip, that was a nice trip. That was a business trip, actually. So that was boring. I'm going to say, Not every time I go to Atlanta, it turned really into a business trip for yeah. me. It'd be crazy. Uh, it was for a 50 Cent uh, website. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So, that was a great job. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, All-Star Weekend, though, that was great. All-Star Weekend, it was great. That was actually the first time I... Uh, so All-Star Weekend, it was First time crazy. I met... Uh, I swear, that's the only person. Really? Yeah. But you so, spoke with him before, but you I, never... Actually, no, like, that was my first time speaking with him. Like, really? Yeah, like, yeah. That's what's up. And that was at the mall. At the mall. At the I, mall. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy, because yeah. I was just minding my business at, um, Bar Louie. Mm-hmm. And fucking Erica Banks just in there chilling, just, I'm just like, hey, girl. And I was there on the weekend? Yeah, I was like, hey, girl. It was a Friday night. Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm in Pinecrest. Why are you in Pinecrest? Ain't you don't like? Oh no, they no. They, I ain't gonna lie. they were everywhere. They, they were scattered. They it were was crazy. And I'm, y'all know if y'all know where I'm at, y'all know where I'm at. But I was like, I'm kind of in the heart of everything. So I went down to the mall or whatever. I seen a couple faces. I was like, shit, it's some actors in this bitch. Hold on, like it's really niggas out here. Like that was a crazy feeling because I used to go to Atlanta yeah. and then going to the airport and just seeing niggas YouTubers like right. nothing. But. Cleveland, that was a different vibe. Like, it was like, why are y'all in my city? I do plan on actually doing the uh, next one in Utah, but uh, at the same time, February is very cold in Utah. I was about to say, I'm not, I don't think that, I don't think I'm, I'm yeah. going to Utah. But when it comes back to Atlanta, I'm, yeah, I said actually, I'm going to go. It does come back 2026. Either 2026 or 2028. Oh, to Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, so it was a good turnout then. That's yeah. all that mattered. Because that's what I was hoping for. I was like, please don't let it be another 20 years before yeah. All Star come back to Cleveland. Because Cleveland is on the map. It seemed like everybody liked it here. It was, yeah. Even with the snow. Like, it was yeah, it was a couple of people I heard like, oh my God, Cleveland's really not that bad. It's just cold as fuck. I'm yeah. like, yeah, we got some shit. It, like, it's, 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 shit. it's probably just not the best for networking. For networking, for for sure. I agree with that. It's not um, the best for networking. Then you know, if you want to network, it's, it's best for you to go out to either California. But that's what social media is for, too, because yeah. it's, it's nothing about flight and be like, well, shit, I'll link but with you. I ain't going to lie, the, the in-person is it right, is. So it's, people, it is. People are very busy, so social media is something. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Right. Social media is really a crazy way to like see what's going on exactly. and all that's going on. Or reach out. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I do have a playlist like that. Uh, it's kind of different though. My playlist, I got. I, I was say because I love people that got playlists now. Um, that's important to me. It's called <laughs> Wake Up. It's the first of the month. Okay. So it's basically like it's basically like getting your shit together. Yeah. 
uh, cleaning up for cleaning up or anything that you hear that your mom will play and you sleep and mm. all of a sudden she cleared it up and stuff like that. Or something for you to get ready, you about to get dressed and you about to get up. So I have a playlist called Wait Always Dress in the Morning. Mm. I like I'm that. I'm pretty sure even though the first song is well, absolutely. <laughs> Cleveland on the <laughs> map pole. It's um everybody got that one ball thug song that they just they just love like they just love. For me, it's where is the bub? Where is the no? That's 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 that's, that's three six. My bad. That's, three, that's six, been my that's been in my head all day. <laughs> that's been my head all day. I'm not gonna lie. But my bone thug song is Crossroads. I love Crossroads. Crossroads is my shit. That and um. Um, uh, Cleveland and the city, and yeah. we run, run, run. Yeah, that shit is the shit. I, I love, love when MGK had kind of like sampled it. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love when we can show Cleveland yeah. shit and just do it but right. I was kind of confused. I love it. I was confused on that remix because I remember I used to listen to Z1079 a lot. And when I heard the remix, I heard Yo Gotti on there. That's what I said. I said I want. I said I want a drop like with my name, but bring the bone thugs, Clee at the end, like Keith from Clee. Like, yeah, that's some shit like that. I, like, I gotta make. I gotta hang, hang somebody. Gotta make me a drop. Memphis. Where does he stand in Cleveland? Like, oh well, it was actually still a good song. It was still a good song. <laughs> it was still a good song. Shout out to that man. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. What else I've been listening to lately? I've been listening to Kendrick. I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I don't know if I'm saying this person wrong, but double little seven, or is it double seven little eight? Oh, I've heard his name said something like that. I was like double seven. I've heard his name said like that yeah. before. Okay, yeah, I've been and listening nice. to that. Uh, you know what I've been listening? Now that I'm going through my shit, this is kind of embarrassing. So we talking about playlists. I made myself another playlist because I I don't know something came over me. I'm at this weird age where everybody around me got kids, but I don't. But I'm everybody auntie. Like I got nieces and nephews. I got nephews and a niece of my own. You cool One niece. I'm the cool ass aunt. I'm the cool ass aunt. So I'm just kind of in this role where I'm just. I love being an auntie. But then I'm starting thinking about when I was a kid and being around my aunties and just like how they acted and stuff. So I just kind of made a play. It's called Auntie Vibes, and it's just a whole lot of like Mariah Carey, a lot of two thousands, that little mo, fabulous, like that two thousands vibe. The shit that I was listening to in the car with my auntie back in the day. Mary J. Blige, yeah. Whoa, shit like that. Man, I have auntie like that too. I have auntie like that too. I have auntie who. It was Boosie, Project Pat. People, and people ask me to this day, why do I wake up? Like when I smoke, like when I wake up and I have my first blunt of the day type of shit, I listen to uh, Achifa. 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 I'm not here. Hold on, because it's, uh, it's uh, who's it, Gangsta Boo and mm -hmm. DJ Paul. My auntie used to play that back in the day so much. I'm gonna play it for you when we do recording because YouTube be on my ass. That <laughs> man. trying to copyright strike? I'm gonna try. They don't want to see a Black Queen win, but it's cool. I never understood. <laughs> it's cool. Like, I don't understand I'm it either. Music, so Damn. Yeah. I didn't say I owned it, did yeah. I? But anyway, besides the point, they, um, I started adding a whole bunch of stuff on there and I kind of got into this whole wave of Missy Elliott. I've been listening to Missy Elliott for three days straight, y'all. I don't know what's going on or what may prompt me to do it, but I started making this Auntie Vibes playlist, and it, I it I wanted a lot it, of her. huh? It contains a lot of her, a lot of Missy yes. Elliott. So it's like I'm like trying to get that that vibe, like you know that that ooh, like you in the car, you got your fresh your fresh uh hair, and you feeling yourself with the right. fresh nails, cause that's that Auntie Vibes. Right. They, you know what I'm saying? They, they get rich vibes. 
So I'm like, I'm, I was thinking of the song, Break Me Off, Show Me What You Got, Cause I Don't Want No One Mini Man. I would do that bitch whole discography on accident. We don't appreciate her enough. I'm gonna just put that out there. She is a little bit too talented. You think she's better than Nikki or not? Nikki is at a point where she's in her own lane. Yeah. Like she kinda she's the blueprint, if that makes sense. Like Missy, Missy was the blue Missy is the blueprint for like women who I don't wanna say it because I feel like y'all gonna say take me the wrong way. But, like challenge other women of rap. That so like to to rap rap, you know what I'm saying? Like artists like Rico Nasty. I feel like she she's very she's experimental. very experimental, and, and Missy is too. She was slowed it down. She did a beat on a super duper fly that sound nothing like Takeaway, and then came back on the slow. She can sing, she can rap, she can she, she Doja Cat. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> she Doja yeah. Cat. She Doja, and she produced. So it's like she's very. But Missy was horny, and somebody said <laughs> <laughs> somebody said that um. She gave lesbian vibes like Queen Latifah. I was like, she was horny. Mm -hmm. Did y'all listen? That's how, that's, how, that's how the 2000s really was. Like, yes. Yes, yes. It was very explicit. Like, yes. You don't get that. And I mean, you get it, but you get it from, it's, you get it from future. It's very yeah. in your face now. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. Like, it's, it gives toxicity. Back in the 2000s, it was like, oh, girl, we at the club. Mm -hmm. What's up? I'm trying to take you home. Like, 2000, 2000 gave up. Like, I'm not even supposed to be listening to this. <laughs> but I'm listening yeah. to it, and I like it. But I think what I like with Missy, though, it was like, you was different. And and you carried it. Like, she she carried it. Like, she had a lay on her back. And she she picked up Sierra at one point. Like, she was, she was doing she, her thing. She, she made signs with Beyonce, right? She sure the fuck did. She sure did. That was a good song. Remember when she used to pop on people's tracks and be like, yeah, new Monica. Mm -hmm. What happened to that? <laughs> people don't represent each other no more, if that makes sense. I get what you're saying. Like, it's like introduce a new artist. Mm -hmm. Like, like it's like these new artists kind of just pop up. Like, where did you come from? Who, who are you with? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, Which is why a lot of people call other artists industry blacks or anything like that. That too. That too. But it's like, where did you come yeah. from? Like, it'd be like, Okay, yeah, I heard that because she was on a song with, yeah, yeah. And there's no features how it used to be, you know. Yeah. It's weird. They just pop up and then they wait for you to get big and they're like, oh yeah, let's do a song. That's not how that should work. Yeah. So that's why you as a producer, I commend you for like actually linking with these artists in Cleveland and trying to like make something. Mm -hmm. Because you, it's like you representing them in a way. Yeah. And you kind of like, all right, let's, really, let's do this I shit. I never really shied away from the city for real, for real. I think yeah. a lot of people do. Um, I wouldn't necessarily speak on it, Cleveland's a weird place. Yeah. Cleveland's a weird place. It's like we claim we want the support, but when we get it, it's like we don't react it, well. It's, it's, uh, I feel like this. So, I feel like when people talk about support, as far as like, they be like, well, Cleveland doesn't support Cleveland, all like that. What I'm starting to see is, okay, Cleveland supports Cleveland, the average person supports the average person. What I'm starting to see is, the bigger people don't support the average person because it's just like, you can take my spot. So, I see it more than that. And I see it in a lot of people. I see it in people that I work with. Mm. And I even, I even tell them, like, I, you kind of got an ego. But 
it's up to them mm. if they want to listen or not. So it's like, yeah. That's why me being Let's me, talk yeah. about it. Because there was recently an artist I reached out to. Mm-hmm. She told me straight up, nah. And I kind of kept it pushing. But then she went on this social media one. And was kind of like, y'all don't need y'all don't need me. Clearly, you're the one asking for me. Let's run. Let's, let's run on this. You got numbers. She's I got artist. numbers. My numbers ain't your numbers, but they're numbers. So imagine if your numbers met with my numbers, and how much more streams you would get, and how much more plays I would get. It's just really that simple. Yeah. That's what I don't think people understand in Cleveland. It's always a, well, what's in it for me? Yeah. What, what's going to come out of it for me? What, 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 what can I get from it? Well, really, it's, it's well, how, what, what's going to benefit from us both? Mm-hmm. And not to say you don't get listens. Not to say I'm going to try to put you on. That's not what I'm here for. I'm, this is entertainment at the end of the day. Just like you're entertaining, let's two entertainers come together and let's create some entertainment on a platform. Right. Because in Cleveland, we don't have a platform. You know what I'm saying? We got Z 1079 yeah. But don't and it don't be really on no it don't really yeah. support no new artists and stuff like that unless you got the DJ coming on and they mm-hmm. want to play their friend. And shout out to KY, but like if you don't got that connection. Yeah, if you don't got the connection, <laughs> it's like it is what it is. Shout out to DJ Misses too, but I'm not. It's like it's the radio at the end of the day. That's not what they there for. I'm not cool with Ryan Wolf or if you Steph ain't cool Loss, with them. It's not happening. If you it's ain't right kicking it. it with Steph Loss, if you ain't even mm-hmm. kicking it, shit. If you ain't with Ray Junior and them either. Yeah, it's not. Happening. It ain't gonna happen. So my whole thing is, instead of us like trying to fit in with these crowds, mm-hmm. why not all Great of us job. just blend together? Yeah. I don't. I never understood that. And I'm not asking to be part of your camp. I'm not asking to be part of the. I'm not asking you to chain me up. I ain't asked for no YSL chain. Right. I didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I right. didn't. It's just more so of a. You from Cleveland? I'm from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You got numbers. I got numbers. I got a crowd. You got a crowd. Let's cross over with our crowds. Exactly. Same thing with when podcasts link up. If I record, if I record with Hustle off the ground today. I'm gonna get my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Harold. I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna get my listens, mm-hmm. but they also gain their listens too because I didn't brought my listeners to them. Right. It's just that, yeah. it's just that simple. So you can't necessarily say, oh, well, what's in it for me as an artist? That's very egotistical yeah. on any standpoint, whether it's working with an artist, going on a platform, promoting yourself, whatever the fuck. What's wrong with more? I never understood that. What's wrong with more? Which is why I'm taking my time. So, as far as doing things, like... And you're only 19, so the fact that you already didn't yeah, made yeah. the... You got plenty of time to go. Your name being spoken places that you haven't even walked in yet. Right. And that, that alone already speaks volumes. So the fact that you are able to, like, move at your own pace and still stay relevant, that's already within itself. People feel like they got to put out stuff fast and... Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. The whole time, it's whole time, time, they. Take your the time. This is the reason why, like, I have to take my time because of what I want to do. What I want to do it. If I'm able to do what I do with this project or with anything in general, uh, and be able to market myself the way I can, and still be able to be, then when I'm kind of already on the pace of establishment, then I can actually help out others and actually help. A lot of people, mm-hmm. like I said, like we were saying, a lot of people just don't help. They don't help. I love helping because it's just like, I don't care. And necessarily, it ain't even about, like, and I think people hate that word, help. Uh-huh. People really don't hate, or support. Oh, I my God. It was a oh, or support. Or, I don't do that. People hate the word support. I don't need your support. Support is the. Yeah. 
Support is support. Right. Support whether, is free. Whether it's, a, so. whether it's a repost, whether it's a mentioning your name, support is support. I did it. I didn't have to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Support is really a choice. So the fact that people in Cleveland, they, they say like, well, I don't need that type of support. You need all the support you can get. Yeah. What are you talking about? What type of support? It's a support. It's like, support. Uh, for example, when people be like, uh, I've seen a lot of people try to, a lot of people that I'm not even close with try to kind of necessarily mm. be like, you didn't even know who Ada Way Mama was before. I was like, man, that's okay because I am. But see, <laughs> like, I always felt that was weird too. Like, you ever got, got an artist that you listening to or something like no. that? You'd be like, yeah, I got y'all hip. That's so weird to me. Yeah, like. That's so weird to me. I used to be that person until I realized I want to share that shit because imagine I if we all like, got this yeah. nigga hip and then he finally that dude because he genuinely makes good music. Why would I want to share this for myself? Yeah. I want everybody to know this dope ass song I just heard. That's how I was with Giving Y'all. When I found out who Giving Y'all was, I was going to put everybody on. Whole year later, this nigga blew, blew up a heartbreak anniversary. Like, this shit was crazy to me. I was like, oh my God, I put all my friends on. Finally, he's there. Not that I helped, Hell, yeah. but I contributed. Mm -hmm. It felt good to watch. I didn't even know this man, but I did it. And that's pretty much what I do on this podcast. Like, I want y'all to come on here and I want y'all to talk your shit. What you working on? Let's talk about your, you know what I'm saying? But it's also a balance, too. Like, you're not about to just come on here and just bully your shit and just think that you're about to talk all day about, did I work like that? People just think like, oh well, if it ain't if it ain't catered to me for the full sixty, minutes, I don't care. You about to get this thirty and head on. Because <laughs> I because it's other I, things I we gotta talk more, about. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like you and hustle on the ground. Yeah. Y'all have like topics. Hell yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because any other podcast, they kind of ask about me a lot, and it's just be like, well, I've done a lot of stuff, but. <laughs> I'm I'm on the quiet mode right okay. now. Okay, so you be like you can't like, you can say I'm working. And I even I even want to say too much. It's not like I don't want to say too much because it's just like hey, I want to put myself out there. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like I haven't done so much to the point where y'all can just ask me so much that like yeah feel, yeah yeah. Because right, right. at the end of the day, I feel like even I, somebody just messaged me too. They was like, I love how you bring other artists on and you make them discuss other people. Other people. Yeah. Because they, they feel so self-centered, like they only in this hole, and they, they're so stuck in their own music to the point where they don't understand the other music that's going on sometimes. I'm like, right. And then when I go into Apple Music, I know that they was listening to other music, but they just want to talk about their own. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's always something as to what made you want to make music. And you exactly. didn't just wake up one day and just say, oh, I'm going to make music. Everything's influenced. Everything happened. So I'm just like... That's another thing about taking your time as well. A lot of people, and I've seen this before, a lot of mm -hmm. people uh, have been on this point where you were saying, like, uh, they, they put out so much because they don't want to lose, you know, relevancy. the thing about that is, like, all right, first of all, say I never did Dumb Number Two, say I never, uh, say that, that, that snippet of me, of little Grace trying to be out never happened. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, say certain things that I did do. Putting out stuff so I can, you know, stay with it. Like, you know. patience is virtue, and if you haven't done something that actually caught people's attention, mm. you shouldn't necessarily be worried about the whole like, well, I have to stay relevant because nobody necessarily knows what's going on. That's very anyway. true. So it's like, that's very you true. You have time. You have time to do what you want to do. You have time to live your life and go through life experiences. They come back That's because nobody knows what's going on. 
And I'm not saying it because like what I got going on as far as things like I can I can actually disappear. Not too long. I, I can't disappear like Kendrick can go five years without being right. Yeah, but I can actually disappear and actually learn, actually take back and then come back out. Give me a, a year or give me a year or two or you know. And that's the thing too, because if you think about it. Kendrick didn't take these long breaks at first. He took the little two years yeah. in between. Cause it was like, but when you build your relevancy yeah. like that, you can do shit like that. You can go ghost for five years. Who was overly dedicated? Was that 2010 or 2011? 2011? No, no, okay. Actually, it was 2010. What was that, Section 8? Section, Section 80. 80 was 2011. Because remember, the Kid Mass City was 2012. 2017, yeah. yeah. It was three years. Three, three years. years. Like, yeah. That shit is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. But that, come, that comes with, in the beginning, how you be sitting on music like that. When you be sitting on music like that, and then you have more experience, and you go through shit, insane. Yeah. So insane. it was like 2010, he dropped 2011, he dropped 2012, he dropped. He doing 2013, he uh, dropped the looks to Good Kid Mad City. 2014, he relaxed. 2015, it was too much butterfly. 2016, I'm talking about 2017. Damn. 2018, 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> and then he said, yeah, you know, riders block for two years. Yeah. That was part of that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Imagine when you, you write, write like stuff. that, I can tell you have writers, but because like you just, everything is pieced together. Yeah, Everything is a story is with him. Everything's a story with him. Nothing is just out there. Right. Even N95 was a story about how he was cooked up in the house and all of a sudden we out. Even Silent Hills is a story. Rich Silent Spirit. Hills. Rich Spirit is my favorite song right now. Mm. <laughs> it's so groovy. Like it just got that. That is like, definitely yeah, like, it got that, it got the it got this like it's a rich spirit song. Like, yes. I'm I'm, I'm a rich, you know, not a rich nigga, but more and like, I love, my spirit is rich and you know. I love albums where the interludes make sense. Yes. That's so important to me. Because when you put out albums and it just all, it's just music, 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 music. It kind of loses its value a little bit. Right. That's when you put these interludes in there. That's how you make it more relatable. Like that, that Kendrick interlude. Mm -hmm. I mean, not Kendrick. Uh, that Baby King interlude. No, the rich interlude, right? Yeah, savior. no, Savior interlude. Okay. Rich interlude was the called. rich interlude was called that. Mm -hmm. Crazy, and they was both needed. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like, damn, that was a perfect setup for these songs. That I was a perfect. That like, was a perfect shape. So okay, I saw this uh, on Twitter, and or actually Instagram comments. Uh huh. Um, Basically saying Kendrick, well, no, Kodak is what Kodak did to Kendrick. Oh, is what, what 21 is to Sassy? Yeah, J. Cole. And like, I agree with that. Oh, okay. I agree with that a little <laughs> yeah. bit because it's like, it kind of makes you excited to see more. Mm -hmm. Like, is it, are you going to do more? Was saying, it was basically saying, Drake is scared to do what Kendrick did as far as Ooh. how he implemented Kodak because Drake has a, Drake has a bigger audience than Kendrick. And, but you can't do Drake something. has a thing Drake for no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what Drake good for. Drake is good for the opposite. Right. He gonna hop on your track. You can't hop on his though. Drake, yeah. He, but I love the interviews, the interludes he do. He had that Get Beyond inter interlude on What's Face the, what album was that? I forgot. And then the summer's over, interlude needed. The the Yebis interlude that just happened on the uh, Certified Lover Boy like. He's good for interludes and putting people out there too, but he's never gonna put you on the track and then it's he'll, he's not he, he know what he's doing. Yeah, it's basically he gonna hop on yours though and carry it. They were saying like how Drake <laughs> can't necessarily be political, and I was like, okay, I mean that's okay because Drake isn't. Everybody political. got their own ministry. Yeah. Drake, that's not Drake. That's right. not that's not Drake yeah. ministry. Yeah. 
Drake, Drake is a female rapper. Drake makes music for <laughs> women. women. Yeah. He's surrounded by women. He makes music for the niggas that want to be surrounded by women. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's the that's the music he makes. Kendrick makes music for these niggas who is fighting their demons and but trying to be better. Think, like yeah. the, he makes music for the retired street niggas. <laughs> Or even the people Whereas that just, Cole, more on just a spiritual journey. And like, that too. Just, like, just yeah. on a spiritual journey. The niggas that just got out of jail and they think they... Like, Cole is for empowerment. Israel. Mm -hmm. Cole is... Cole is for these niggas that just try. You know what I'm saying? Like, just these niggas who can't really, like, feel like they fit in with the gangs and they don't fit in with the good guys, but they just... They're in that middle. They're they fighting themselves. They fighting themselves. Cole make music for that. You know what I... Also saw okay so this okay I didn't even see this this is my actually my opinion like, this is my opinion I didn't see this, <laughs> this is my opinion because <laughs> uh, I used to um, I used to have a page where I actually uh, like rate music and stuff like that mm -hmm. and uh, get my opinions and thoughts on certain albums or anything like mm -hmm. that and I was having I was telling my friend this my friend he's a he his favorite artist is J Cole my favorite artist is Kendrick and what I was telling everybody him, I was got like, a friend like that yeah <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> the reason why Cole and Drake don't match Kendrick level. They haven't done anything that kind of they they've done something that got me up my seat. But how long do it come until I sit back down? So I feel like I feel like you know all three Kanye, don't yeah, all three don't relate. You know how Kanye dropped Jesus. Jesus yes. is a very experienced that's out, outside the box. I don't yes. think Drake or J Cole has done something outside the box, but they have done something that's amazing and great. I will say this: Drake has never done outside of the, anything outside of the box. Everything is very—you never know what you're gonna expect, like which side of Drake. But you, all, but you know, you're gonna get that female vibe. You know, you're gonna get that summer People vibe. People say views, but I was just like, I mean, like, okay, he hopped on the dance hall. I mean, we we know Drake can do that, but what can Drake be on hold my liquor? You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it, yeah, it's like mm. that's very true. Kendrick has a lot of different sides to him. We've seen him hype. We've seen him smart. We've seen him be a storyteller. We've seen him dance. <laughs> We've yeah. seen him be a crackhead on power. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing that he can't do. Right. So I feel like with Cole, we kind of put him in this box mm -hmm. of this, I don't know. Cole, Cole has his ways where he can't step. I feel like Cole's last album was so different to the point where I didn't like it. That's the only thing he did that was a little different. And I feel like it was too different to the point where he was being a little grimy with his words a little bit. Like, he was kind of separating himself a little bit. Like, I, I, he's sick of these niggas. And I get it. You're sick of these young rappers. I get it. But it's like, I don't want him to be a Joe Budden, if that makes sense. I don't want you to be complaining all the time when you could really be generally still making good music and still be evolving as an artist and not tell me that you hate these younger rappers every five minutes. I just feel like that's not fair. So, my thing, that I've, I stand on this. I feel like when it comes to Cole... Drake, Kendrick. Two will always relate. Kendrick and Cole can relate. Cole and Drake can relate. Drake and Kendrick can relate, but never all three can relate on the same thing, if that makes right. sense. They're all good for making a good record for a woman. Right. They're all good for that. They know how to bring the woman in. They know how to do that. I'll give them that. Oh, Drake caters to women though. That's what makes it. To, he he literally. You can tell women was in the studio while he was making these songs. He's it's very female. This is important though. This is important for all any artist, producer, like anybody out there. Your 
your fan base and your support system, if you have women, you are upset. I say that all the time. I say, how important, is a, fem- yeah. how, how important is a female fan base to you? And some people be like, I mean, it's important, but some people be like, no. Because at the end of the day, the women going to buy it. Men going to just and play. The thing, the thing about, about men or just boys, dudes in general, they kind of have this. Or, or where I see they kind of have this hate for women. Or like mm. this, this secret animosity towards females. Like, I, I love women. So yeah. Like, yeah, some men, it'd be a competition low-key, it'd be weird, yeah. I don't give a fuck about you, baby. <laughs> for real, for real. For real, for real, as long <laughs> as the woman getting up and dancing. Because I'm not trying to impress, like, you niggas at all. But I actually like the fact that y'all like the music. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to, my, my, my viewpoint and my crowd that I want is women. So. I'm to the point now where I just feel like Kendrick is just a better artist, be, better than Cole, and I don't care. Because... Cole is very watered down, if that makes sense. He know how to write to, for anybody to understand. A six-year-old can understand it. Right. I like the fact that Kendrick made me think about it, but he is not my savior. I really love <laughs> exactly. that. I really love, like, he really made me think about that shit. When uh, Mother Am I Sober, when he wrote that shit, I threw the phone. I said, what the fuck? Because... <laughs> I'm re- like I'm, I'm following. It took me to a trance. Like I didn't even feel like that no more. I'm thinking yeah. I'm that little kid in, in the room. Way and you asking me? Kinda, you asking yeah, me? Did he touch you? Yeah. Did he touch? Whoa! Did he? <laughs> Shit! And it's just like he it's put scary, you in that man. spot. He put you in that place. Mm-hmm. It literally makes you visualize what is going on in that spot. Cole has not made me feel that way since Three Wishes. I'm sorry. Cole storytelling is not there how people think it is. I'm like, do y'all listen to what the fuck Kendrick said? Every, it's how the verses flow into each other, how he's able to make sure that you're following him. What, did you, you remember this on this and this? Okay, well, Demetrius is, is, is this now. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Wasn't that just Shereen, cousin? Sure it just make you, you listen, gotta pay you attention. It's been a couple times where I was like, hold on, play that shit back. Yeah. When he said that he fucked that white girl on the good kid in City, I was like, hold on. It was a simple line on Rich Spirit. He was basically saying, like, uh, he had said, uh, thoughts and prayers are better off timeline. And I had to, like, it was a simple, it was a simple message, but I was thinking like, is he basically saying like, are you praying for somebody, or are you actually like yeah, praying, praying for off of social, social media? media? I was like, okay, and that's simple, but it was like it made me it think. Everything it made me, come made back. me think. Yeah. Everything made me think. Just mm-hmm. how like even even on N95, mm-hmm. just take off the Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. take off like take off everything, take, take your ass outside, that, yeah, and it's like, well, shit. shit. <laughs> And damn, and it made me realize, like, damn, I fell victim to that shit at one point. Like, I really was on TikTok dancing. I really was on this other shit. And there was a whole world outside that I forgot about. Like, think, dreams, ambitions, goals that I forgot about. I was just trapped for so long, making the world making me scared to do something. And the whole time, I could be working towards it. And I'm just like, damn, like, it makes you just think about shit. Cole, I'm not saying that he don't. But I'm just saying, like, Cole, don't put that ass. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that was a bar. And keep it pushing. I don't think about it the same. I don't. I don't. It don't. It don't. It don't make me. It, I don't sit and think the same way. I like. I be listening to Kendrick. Like, what the fuck did he say? Right. Play it back on. again. Play, play the fuck back. back. <laughs> and there's been a couple times. Um, where you know, I listen to Wale and do the same shit too. Like, mm-hmm. that nigga got some bars. Have you ever seen anything like? You ever see a song go platinum? And you be like, I, I feel like I contributed that last night. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh my like, god. Like, yeah. Well I just I was like I'll be I'll be thinking like uh albums no alone. more parties in LA when they have went platinum. Jesus. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah I oh my goodness, that. that was insane. I I feel like that that song should have been with platinum yeah. like 
I was so excited when it dropped. Like I was just like, what? What? We were supposed to see Kanye and Kendrick on all day. I remember that. I remember that. Remember, remember, it was like thir- it was like thirty six. That was definitely 2015. 2015 oh, was a time, hon. Twenty fifteen was a time, but I, I, but I really love, the, I love the, 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 the uses of Paul McCartney and, and the way I loved it. Had. I loved I just it. Feel like it was the song could have been longer for a Kendrick verse. So the song already was insane. Yeah, I actually like. I really do like Kendrick. That's, the song was really insane. Like hearing Kendrick verses just made you kind of like pay attention a little bit. Like I feel like Kendrick works with an artist that you would never necessarily see cold with. Like you, we, I don't, I don't. Have we got a cold and Rihanna song? No, I don't think so. No. Have we? Have we? No, but there's a cold in the Janet Jackson song. Yeah, That's still right. insane. We got a Kendrick. <laughs> we got a Kendrick and Rihanna. We have a Kendrick and Ghostface Killer. We have a Kendrick and Kanye. Insane. Uh, we have a Kendrick and Dr. Dre. Like it, it, a Kendrick and Mary J. Blige. Like you would never. Assume. But Kendrick but, got a song with with Taylor Swift. Yeah. Baby, we got bad blood. Hey, don't forget that nigga is versatile. But Cole. He has a song with Maroon Five. He sure do. He sure do. The only thing that caught me off guard with Cole's verses, I guess, is when he hopped on. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That that caught me for a loop, and it was hard. It was hard. Though. It he was hard. Made, it caught me. It was hard. It was hard. I was like, this shit. I fuck with it. <laughs> and it caught me off guard when he hopped on that a lot too. And that shit was crazy. But him and Twenty One Savage, just like it's not. They're I guess the, duo. I, it's the perfect duo. It's like it's, it's like the more they do it, it's like oh, this is the perfect matchup. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Because you come from conscious to street conscious. And that yeah. nigga's smart. 21 Savage is very smart. Very smart. Very smart. And Kodak is hood. Mm-hmm. Kodak is hood. Kodak. And Kendrick is too. So yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like... The way he just... Because who would have thought... I would have never Kendrick thought... Narrative, you have Kodak narrating Kendrick album. Like, that's, that's crazy. I would have never thought. You would have never thought that you would have... Uh, uh, what's his name? Morgan... Who, who, who? Damn, I'm so out of tune where. <laughs> who, who, uh, who, um, uh, Morgan Free or something like that. Somebody, who, who was the, uh, narrator of, uh, Savage Mode 2? Oh, um, yeah, him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, so, yeah, yeah, you know him. But, like, really, but, yeah. That's how it is, though. Like, yeah. It's just doing things it. that you would never think, you know. I love it. I love the crossovers. I, I love how hip hop being more open with each other and just, you know, allowing people in. A lot of pop, pop artists love hip hop. Pop yeah. love hip hop. People, they, they reach out like uh, um, Young Thug and who was the one girl? And they had a huge song. Oh, um, fuck. Um, what's that girl name? Fuck, and I got the song in my head and everything. I love that song too. I oh my goodness, too. yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. That was a good song. Very good song. That was a good song. Uh, that was a good song. It's uh, it's his top five. I'm pretty sure. I don't think that's wrong. Service though. That's wrong. Uh, but yeah. Havana, uh, Havana yes. Junior, the by Camila Cabello. Yes. 
was about to say, I was about to search the shit. Like, hold on, this would go drive me crazy. Uh, but yeah, stuff like that. Like, um, Rihanna and Calvin Harris when they did uh, We Found Love. Like, that's probably one of my favorite That was songs. a good song. That's one of my favorite Rihanna videos, too. A lot of 20, like that 2010 to 2015 pop music, and the way it hit the radios, and I had Disney going, and it, it hit, it hit. It controlled yeah, a lot. Yeah. It did a lot. It, I feel like pop music don't hit the same no more. Unless I'm listening to the wrong people. I mean, um, this just don't hit the same no more. Like, I, actually, I like stuff like Out of Time and uh, like The Weeknd. Yeah. Uh, like that, that I was going to say, the, the only person on pop that I really be fucking with is, is that Olivia Rodrigo girl. Oh, I like her. Yeah. She hard. She I hard. love her. Her whole little album that she won a Grammy for was well deserved. I love she it. She did her thing. She did her thing. And I, I'm not with Ariana Grande a lot. I love her. I like but. Ariana. Black women write her songs, so I don't even know if that counts. Uh, do you listen to Brock Hampton? <laughs> yes. Brock Hampton, Brock Hampton is, like is hard. The, they got this, they got this, they're in a different drama than rap, like, with their type it's, of stuff. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's alternative. It's, yeah, I feel like rap gotta have a different, a lot of sub-genres yeah. in these new times. It's a lot going on. It's like, even genre, they even got dramas for cities, like, some some stuff is like a lot of rap for at least, at least you know, that's very true. Rap. Something is more South Side, uh, or the Dirty South. That's very true. It's a lot of different rap genres that you get yourself into. I feel that. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Alright, we got anything else. We can talk music. I'm so happy I got to talk music with a producer. That's exciting. Yeah. I love that for me. I love me. talking music. Like, no, for real. I do too. Because we are in love with music. So it's right. different talking to people that genuinely love music. Actually, it's definitely. Yeah. That's, that's the reason why I started this damn podcast, you know? Because yeah, like, music lovers gotta have a safe space where we can just talk our shit, get each other hip to some shit, you know. But I appreciate you for coming on. Oh sure. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure, and sharing your I little lie, upcoming man. stuff. I usually say it, but like this is probably this is gonna be my favorite one. Yay! <laughs> for sure. Make sure y'all show love to 808 Wando if y'all need a beat. Make sure y'all hit him up. To your anniversary. To your anniversary for your records. Um, I'm supposed to be having a little cookout on Sunday. It might rain though. I might have to push it back to Memorial Weekend. But all in all, we're going to celebrate. Make sure y'all lean on the cookout for the page. We're going to go up. Make sure y'all come through. We're going to celebrate the two year anniversary. Um, I got a book, another second book dropping soon. Make sure y'all look on the outlook for that. It should be almost finished. Like I'm waiting on the, I'm waiting on the confirmation to come through, and then I'm posting on Amazon. What you need to, uh, as far as like confirmation, like how's that? So I sent it over to. I did it a little different this time. I did like an editor, so to just look over because. Um, oh. Okay. So I had an editor. I paid an editor to actually like go through each chapter that I had and just make sure I did it because it's a short book. Um, I pretty much just write about like songs that hold memories to me. The last, first book I wrote was Good Songs, Bad Memories, and I wrote about songs that I hold, and every time I hear them, it brings me right back to a place at a time in my life. This book is great lyrics, bad decisions, where songs can influence me to make me feel like a bad bitch, and then all of a sudden, I made a bad decision. It can be with these niggas, it can be with this podcast, it's whatever. So it's like I just be trying to reflect how music really takes a toll on my life <laughs> and I'll be trying to tell people like some people you know look at life like oh yeah I was hanging with these people at this time or I was listen I was doing this or this movie came out I literally based my life off of music yeah. you know what I'm saying we was just talking about 2015 and years like that like people be like damn how you remember all of that I, I remember what I was going through at that time of my life 
to relate to that song or relate to that album at the time. So I would try to write about something, and then when I write it, people are like, damn, I never looked at it like that. And I'd be like, yeah, music is so relatable in so many different ways. And I just be trying to share it. So be on the lookout for the next book. Um, as soon as I get it back, I'm posting it on Amazon. But this one took a little while only because I was trying to be different with that with the book cover. I didn't want to use something that may be recycled later that you might see on another cover later. So I kind of did a little different this time, but be on the lookout for that, guys. So I'm excited for that. And that's all I got going right now. Y'all know how it is. I'm about to be moving to Atlanta. The cat's out the bed. Yeah, I, I, I actually moved to Atlanta next year. Yeah, I'm yeah. I, I plan to move this to Atlanta. a tough decision. Actually, I won't say I moved to Atlanta next year. I actually have to. Two two decisions. I mean, not two decisions. Uh, two 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 choices. Uh, uh -huh. Houston, Texas, or everybody be moving to Houston. Houston is, Houston is that shit. I still get to go to Houston. I'm so scared. I go to Houston and fall in love with it like everybody else. Cause that's what I was with Atlanta. So, so I don't know. We gonna yeah. see. I'm visiting Houston in July, so we'll see. But yeah, cats out the bag. I'm moving to Atlanta in October, so I'm excited for that. Go sit on these episodes and you the whole thing you're gonna get and having people come in from another life. It's gonna, it's gonna be, gonna be nuts, it's gonna be a whole different city. I can't yeah. wait. It's gonna be like talking to Cleveland we're talking to, and I'm gonna be back and forth, so it's gonna be y'all gonna see both sides. Right. It's gonna be great. So I'm excited for that. So make sure y'all stay in the loop, stay in touch, make sure y'all follow AOA Mondo on Instagram, make sure y'all hit him up if y'all need him. This man clearly knows what the fuck he's doing. All my like, uh, he ain't one of them. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't like the Hollywood type. Or, he ain't one of them. I ain't see this. Very chill. Actually, I done did that a couple of times though, where like I really haven't saw something. I was like, well, damn. Like it would be somebody uh, that I met before, and we'd be cool, but we never DM'd each other. And he, I see that he actually DM'd me or she DM'd me mm. about something. I was like, this was last year. Mm -hmm. like, we're in right now. Look, look where we at really? now. It's crazy. <laughs> like, That's crazy how stuff like that work yeah. out. Ooh, that's crazy. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for another episode of listening. Thanks again for coming on the show. And that's it. That's all I get. Hey. Don't be cussing me out of my DMs no more. I beat y'all ass. <laughs> what the fuck? He was cussing me out. Key, where's the episode? I said. <laughs>